Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The Score! Swing by Colas. Hammered. Out to right field. Everybody watching. It is gone. And the Barons take the lead. Long look at home for Oscar. That's his 17th home run combined between Winston and Birmingham. Welcome back inside the clubhouse. David Hall, Bruce Levine here, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, that was a highlight from Oscar Colas going deep again. August 17th, the White Sox left-handed power hitter. He's in Birmingham. Colson Montgomery, the first-round draft pick. From last year, he's in Birmingham. Everybody's in Birmingham. So is Kurt Bloom, the voice of the Birmingham Barons, and he joins us now on the guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Good morning, Kurt. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Can you guys do me a favor and play that call again? That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Who's that play-by-play guy? Very well. Sign him up. And, Get him a contract. Yeah. yeah, everything's great down here. And Oscar's just part of this uh, project, Birmingham. Yeah, uh, when you when you talk about Project Birmingham, uh, Kurt, talk a little bit about um, how this was presented to the players that were already there, to the Birmingham fans. How how did it uh, come about that the, the White Sox front office with Chris Getz in charge kind of explained what was going to happen? Because uh, during something like this, other players are going to get pushed aside. How, how was that? How how is that being dealt with? Yeah, you know, that's a good point because with every yin, there, there's got to be a yang. First of all, uh, Chris gets his new nickname is the architect because he put this thing together. Um, and ultimately, you know, the, the bottom line is this, guys. Every every guy who is, is going to be a part of the future, the nucleus of the future, they're here. Um, and baseball is a business. And I think that was the ugly side of it that uh, our manager, Justin Jersley, had to tell three 
really top quality guys that their services were no longer needed, uh, that they were going to be uh, released immediately. Uh, a couple of older guys that were, were were mentoring and tutoring the Barons, they got moved up to Charlotte. And, uh, and then in a very, very unprecedented move, 17 bodies uh, changed places from uh, what would be the off-day Monday to getting ready for uh, Tuesday's first game. Wow. That's a lot of movement. That's a lot of uh, paperwork, and that's a lot of people going in and out. Let me ask you this, Kurt. Glass half empty or glass half full? Glass half empty, or let's start with the positive. Well, this is great. This is progressive. This is a way to uh, teach the White Sox way and distress fundamentals at the lowest level with the highest prospects. Glass half empty is, well, you know what? The Sox don't have that many prospects, so let's just gather them all in one place because they'll fit there. And a lot of other organizations wouldn't do this because they have too many guys to disperse, and, and the White Sox are not right now at that stage of their minor league development where they have so many prospects, so they're going to put them all together and consolidate the effort. Which is it? We looked at it, and, and, and Chris Kett said it. There is absolutely no, no loss to this at all. There's no risk. Um, Colson Montgomery, West Cath, Luis Niasis, they're all going to get their first licks and their first look at AA, a place that they're going to be at some point next year. Um, and the other, there's so many little factors that go into this. And another factor is, quite honestly, and, and you, this is what you're talking about, is that every club in our organization right now this year is under well under 500. Okay, you cannot do this if you've got three clubs contending for playoffs in the minor league system uh, in, in, in your organization. So everything just came together. And we look at it as absolutely with nothing to lose. Last night, wonderful example, 19-year-old Christian Mena. Uh, three days ago, I had not heard of him in my life. I've been in the system for 30, 31 years. Um, he's 19, big-time arm, big-time curveball. And at some point, he's going to be in Birmingham. And at some point, if he progresses, if he fills out and gets a little stronger, not only are we talking about Birmingham, but obviously we're talking about the big leagues. So get him a little education now. And I want, I want to finish this part of, of the White Sox education, the minor league section, by saying, look, when you talk about the prospects and nuclear prospects, guys, they have position players. They do have position players, okay? It's the pitching that is behind. So you put all the position players here, and there are legitimate bats that have wound up in Birmingham. It's the pitching that's behind. You can only hope that the pitching gets a little excited about, about being in this area and that they get better by pushing each other. And, of course, we have every instructor in, in the White Sox organization is in here right now. That's the voice of Kurt Bloom. He is the voice of the Birmingham Barons joining David Hall and myself on Inside the Clubhouse this morning. Kurt, when you uh, look at uh, Colson Montgomery, what do you see? What have you seen? What are the expectations? How does the 20-year-old uh, carry himself? Uh, what what has that experience been like so far for him and you watching him? He and Wes Cath look like they're your, um, your, your, your middle school brothers, uh, you know, like eighth graders. Uh, they're just so young in the face. 
Uh, Montgomery and, and, and West Cass, they be- both of them have obviously a, a, an opportunity at 20 years old to, to physically grow and to grow stronger. Uh, Colson's a very, very happy-go-lucky kid. Um, he is uh, – the first day I met him, Tuesday, was his first day in Birmingham, and he's shaking everybody's hands, including his new teammates' hands. Hey, my name is Colson, my name is Colson, my name is Colson. So comes from a great family. I've spoken to him and his dad about this. Uh, great teaching. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to put him in Chicago tomorrow. I, I, I think that's, that's highly unlikely. Um, he's going to need you know, a, a bunch of at-bats and a bunch, of, a bunch rather, of, of uh, innings fielding. But you can see what's there. And the most, the most important thing is what you can't teach is that poise and the ability to fit in. And I belong versus eyes wide open my goodness, this is too big for me. And I was talking to Colson yesterday, just prior to the game, and the good news is that he and all of his teammates, they've had very good at-bats. The results, guys, are not there, and the results are something that Chris Gatt and the rest of the staff, they don't care about. We could go, the Barons could go 0-50 the rest of the way. I mean, I don't know how many games left we have. Uh, and Montgomery can go 0 for the next 100. It matters nothing. What matters is the maturity, the progress. Um, can you belong? Will you fit here? And the answer is yes, 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 yes. And he's got a wonderful, nice uh, personality and, and confidence about him. Got got a, got a really good Midwest bringing upbringing. I think everybody in Chicago one day will fall in love with him. An Indiana kid. I like those Indiana kids, Kurt. You know that uh, is, is Some of them. speaks speaks to me. Some of them exactly. But I want to talk to you about somebody else who, all right, I'll slow down the clock and, and keep the pressure off Colson Montgomery. We'll let him develop at his own rate. Right. I have been saying since the beginning of probably July or wondering aloud on, on our morning show, Oscar Colas is a left-handed power bat, and the White Sox lack a left-handed power bat. He plays a position where they have some uncertainty. I wonder how far away you think Oscar Colas is because we have seen teams call up – players prospects from double a before in the midst of pennant races just to see if they could shake things up and he's not a young kid he's 23 and he can hit so i wonder how far away is oscar colas not very um it would take him about an hour hour flight to get there (laughs) and i say that i say that guys look in the last in the last few years and this is what i want to do i don't want to compare him to the old school guys but I've called every game Eloy played at double-A, every game Luis Robert played, and every game that Lainey and Sosa. And let me just say this, Oscar fits in with that group. All right, that is quite a compliment. Um, he has got here, – here's key with him. He's got the ability to keep his bat in the strike zone as long as anybody that I've seen, and the barrel gets on the ball, Okay. Now, the last week or so, just the last six to seven to eight games, got that got the stride a little bigger, opened up the swing a little bit more. Now that the new guys are coming in, and maybe you get a little, little you know, a little too comfortable up there. But let, let me just tell you this: lefties, righties, it doesn't make a difference. Um, smokes balls all over the ballpark. Uh, God, is he just a pleasure to watch? And again, hard not to put him in that elite offensive category. Outfield-wise, she's going to have to play, I, what I say, you have to, 
He's not a center fielder, although he's played there. But he'll play the corner, and he'll play right field very well. There's no problem with that. Moves around well for a big man, and um, I, I think he's going to fit in extremely, extremely well. Could, could. Now, to get the other two guys, uh, Eloy and Luis, help, uh, healthy, he could be the third piece out there in the right field, and there's your you know, outfield for 10 years if, big question, if they all stay healthy. Kurt, we've seen uh, offense take a huge beating in the Major League Baseball. Uh, guys that are consistently now hitting 190, uh, like Max Muncy uh, getting uh, contract extensions for next year and beyond uh, hitting 190. It's just it's an incredible change for me as a, a baseball fan throughout the years to watch every day lineups that have guys hitting 180, 190, 210, and uh, being in the middle of the lineups. What is it like in the minor leagues right now as far as offense goes? Do, you, do we still see a dearth of offense in the minor leagues, or because the pitching is still developing down there, we're seeing a little bit more offense from the players? Well, the game's got it. The game needs an injection, and it's got to change. Um, right, right now, we're running to the analytical part of it, and when I say that, we're still pitching high in the zone. And there's two things, guys, that happen when you pitch high in the zone. You either hit the ball out or you strike out. Right? There's no uh, – you look at a scorecard, and it might be the fifth inning before I see a 4-3 or a 6-3. And when I first came into this game, that's all you saw was sinkers and contact. Uh, guys are uh, now not pitching contact anymore. Uh, so we're also having – and you've heard this pitch clock stuff, okay? Or well, Believe me. If you don't throw strikes and your pitchers are not developing, you're still having three-hour ball games. Okay, so we've had in this series alone, uh, we had a, a an 11-run game, a 12-run game, an 11-run game, and then last night was uh, 11 innings, and it was six-five. Uh, so uh, pitching is is so far behind what it was, and uh, you know we're hoping. We're hoping that it certainly gets caught up and that guys get comfortable. You're still teaching guys something that when they were high schoolers, they, they weren't used to doing. And then ultimately, again, describing it and making sure that your young listeners understand what we're talking about is just pitching higher in the strike zone. What used to be a good quality low strike, a sinker ball knee high, that's almost archaic. And now, we're looking to blow blow guy up, uh, away at 97, letter high, even above the letters, and it's fancy and it's sexy, and there's strikeouts and there's home runs, so there's, or or you get walks. So you, so you get three things that are going to happen at every at bat. You can get a home run, you're going to get a walk, or you're going to get a strikeout. Kurt, last thing for me, the White Sox on the major league level are a team that runs the bases poorly not exactly known as the smartest team in the league, and shoddy defense is, is become a trademark, unfortunately. How much of that reality at the major league level has forced this emphasis at, at Project Birmingham, and how much is that just emphasized or talked about in, you know, in the origin of this project? Well, you have to understand that, that this is where it all starts. So they are getting almost one-to-one treatment. This is like a uh, spring training, uh, extended spring training, and this is like instructional ball. So that's a good question. So running and bunting and outfield play, 
I mean, you look down the last four days, and we've got every coordinator in this organization working with their group, okay? And it's during the season, which has never, ever happened before. So I would think that eventually that the teachings now will help you as a big league fan uh, in about two or three years, okay? The fundamentals, going back to fundamentals because all of our coordinators are working in groups. You see uh, the infield group off to the uh, right side, and the outfield group is out there, and the pitching coordinator, and got a roving and assistant hitting coordinator. I mean, everybody's here, uh, and so that gives you a unique opportunity during the season to teach the things that you just talked about, okay? And I'm, I'm going to mention one more under-the-radar name because this guy might fix your speed and he might fix your defense. And his name is Duke Ellis. And Duke is going to be way below the radar of all these other guys. But I want you to look up his numbers. He stole bases number 51 and 52 last night. Um, and in a very, very short, uh, small uh, sample group, he had a bunt last night. And, Oh, yeah, by the way, bunts are not banned from baseball. They're still allowed. Okay. So he had a bunt single in a very crucial time. He stole two bases. He had four hits. And I want to be careful. I want to be very, very careful. Might be the fastest guy I've ever seen. I'll just say might be. I don't want to say is, but might be. Um, It's electric to see this guy. So, translation, get back to the question We're going to be working now more on these little things than we've ever had, and that is because of Operation Birmingham and what Chris Getz, the mad scientist or the architect, put together. Kurt, we appreciate your time very much. Uh, Your expertise is obvious. Keep making those great calls, and uh, thanks so much for joining David and myself on Inside the Clubhouse today. Well, more importantly, thanks for having me. I'm honored. Love it up there. Um, I gained about five pounds on my, my day-and-a-half visit last time. Might not be a slice of uh, um, deep dish left in the city after I was done. <laughs> but, uh, hey, uh, it, thank you for all that you do, and thank you for helping promote the Barons and the White Sox. Much appreciated. Have a wonderful, great day and a blessed day as well. Thanks, Kurt. Kurt Bloom, the voice of the Birmingham Barons. Oh, he's I got a first-hand uh, account and a front-row seat for Project Birmingham, where the White Sox has gathered all of their top prospects. A very interesting concept and idea, uh, according to the architect, Chris Getz, of the whole operation. Do you like it, Bruce, David? we're going to continue this uh, White Sox talk when we come back. Sure. I, there's a couple things I want to touch on, get your opinion on the direction of this White Sox culture. Are they changing the culture? Because they haven't changed the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk about that next at Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, a radio.com sports station presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hypothetically speaking, What's your opinion if if Steve Stone was the manager and Bruce Levine was the bench coach? Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. David Hobb, Bruce Levine, bench coach Bruce Levine, bench coach in waiting. Bruce, what do you think about that scenario, hypothetically speaking? Would you go? Would you leave me if they asked? There'd be a lot more napping going on. Uh, I can tell you that much. Well, I, no, we I would don't have, think so. We would have, after, after BP, we would have a, a mandatory nap, okay? That would be part of our uh, mental health tests and our mental health uh, exercises to be prepared for the game by having a good, nothing, for me, there's nothing better than a, uh, than a, a, a good 10-minute nap in the middle of the day where you just... No matter where you're at, you just shut your eyes. You just take it all in. You call it meditation, call it whatever you want. Just uh, you know, mellow out and just say, okay, Bruce, enough of this stuff that we just made up to it, do today. You know, it, what, one of my good friends always says, uh, you know, I, he got it from Jerry Seinfeld. He said, we're at this point in time, we're 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 all just killing time in between uh, being around our families. Okay. That, that's it. That's the only thing that matters. So so uh, from that perspective, I, I would be a lousy bench coach because I would be second-guessing Stone, the manager, the entire time that we were sitting there. I think then who's going to first guess from the booth? That's, that would be my biggest question. Uh, yeah, you're a great addition, but I wouldn't take Stoney out of the booth. I would leave him there. He's done a terrific job, and he's had a lot of things to discuss in the past week as – you know, Bruce, back to the White Sox, the, the, it's really tough to watch. But let's focus. There's so much to get to. But let's focus on some of these injuries and the status of some of these players because it's a different team without Luis Robert, who never should have been sent to the plate the other night. If he, uh, That's all he could swing was with one hand against Batista, who's throwing tri- triple digits. 
What about Mancada? How far away is he? How concerned are you with Michael Kopech? Will he make another start this season for the White Sox? How about those big three guys? Because they're different without them. I think, you know, you hit on the last one. I mean, these other guys have been injured all year long, right? It's it's not the first time. It's I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying, you know, posting has been a big problem for the Chicago White Sox. These guys have not been able to post. And and that's been difficult. Moncada's uh, play on the field when he is healthy has been, I mean, there's been a tremendous amount of questioning uh, inside and outside of uh, the White Sox organization. Did the 2020 COVID impact him permanently? Uh, we looked at 2019, he was one of the best players in the American League. Uh, we haven't seen anything like that from Moncada since then. We know he caught... Uh, COVID once, maybe twice, I think it is now. So from from all of that, uh, you know, ha, has that taken its toll on his game? I don't I don't ever second guess the guy when I know that he, he's had health issues. But, uh, you know, watching him play sometimes is difficult because he brings a different energy level that I'm not used to on a daily basis of what he does out there. Tremendously talented, uh, has the ability to hit 25 home runs, switch hitter, plays an outstanding third base most of the time. Um, uh, we don't see the, the base stealing that we were promised, uh, you know, early in his career. Uh, we, we heard this was a 30-30 guy. So uh, I don't know what's going on there. Um, I believe the Kopech situation is the most interesting one because he was going to – he's hit about 110 innings, never pitched more than 69. Uh, and uh, that is the interesting thing after missing two years, whether or not – they call a timeout and say that that's it for you this season, regardless where your knee's at. David, obviously something's going to have to be done with that knee. He heard it uh, two and a half months ago, and we heard from him at the time saying, it's just something there I'm going to have to pitch through. It's going to be there all season. Does that mean that he has to have something worked on in off season? Is it a meniscus? Is it something we haven't been uh, told directly what it was that has to be repaired? Bruce, do you think that I'm being overly dramatic when I have said this uh, on the Mullen Haw show and, and I repeat it now? When I said the context of everything regarding the White Sox and their approach to strength and conditioning and their approach to one player or another, it, it's going to change and we have to withhold judgment or we have to wait until the end of the season because I think that this is veering toward, you could call it a reckoning, you could call it a reset, you can call it whatever you want, but I think that there's going to be, if this continues to head south, if you will, uh, an, an aggressive approach to accountability that I don't know how far up it goes, but I don't think you should stop. I think you should keep going until if this doesn't go well. And I think that that's why when we talk about the futures of some of these guys and what their approach is, I think we have to wait until the end of the season because there could be a whole new group of decision makers. There could be a whole new group in the dugout. could be a whole new approach to the roster. Is that overstating what is at stake in the next five weeks? I don't think so. And uh, I'll take it a step further. Among all the Chicago White Sox players, who is untradeable? That's a great question. I, I don't think that you look at uh, anybody right now on the major league roster. I would yeah, say C Dylan Cease is untradeable. Dylan Cease is untradeable. So until this year, I my MVP pick for the White Sox, for the, the American League, was Luis Robert based on what right. I've seen and 
And uh, I, I, I would not include him in that untradeable group any longer. I mean, he's, he's a great talent. When he's out there in the field, m- magic can happen at any time, defensively, offensively. Uh, I, I just don't think there's any untradeables when it comes to the Chicago White Sox after this season. I, I think you could talk me into that, Bruce. That's what I mean. The context for everything that we're talking about now, we're addressing it now because we're in real time, but I think it's going to change. And I think potentially it could change your thought process about things that you just asked. Because let's say, hypothetically speaking, Shohei Otani is on the open market. The Angels, before selling, want to unload him. If Luis Robert is what it takes to get Otani to Chicago or Dylan Cease is what it takes to do that, I'd be willing to do that just for a change in the approach, a change in the roster. The White Sox are in a World Series or bust window of opportunity here. And, you know, Rick Hahn famously said, talk to me after the parade. Oh, there may not be any confetti, Rick. There might not be a parade. So if there isn't, then what? And I think you can't answer that until you get there. So I, I tend to agree with what you just said. No untouchables for a team that would be a, will have failed miserably if we get to that point. I'm going to defend Rick by saying he said there would be a parade, but he didn't say what city uh, the parade would be. So, uh, and, and Rick, who uh, is a listener to our show once in a while, will probably be laughing and then you know angry about it at the same time because, yeah. again, uh, there's no one more disappointed than the, the, the top three people that run the White Sox, Jerry Reinsdorf, Kenny Williams, and Rick Hahn. There, there is nobody, I can tell you, and you've heard – Many of Rick's uh, conversations run on the score and, and and read other places on our website. Yeah. Uh, he's been disappointed from the very beginning. You know, I mean, it's just it's it's not just over this last uh, month or two months. It's been, you know, it's been regretful about injuries. It's been uh, uh, feeling awful about the performance not being up to par. It's disappointing the fan base. Uh, it, it's all those things. So he, he's been uh, extremely forthcoming on his feelings um, as to uh, how the rest of it and the accountability for him and, and Kenny and uh, for Jerry go. We'll see how that works out as well. One thing I'd like to ask him, when it, it would be about the 2018 amateur draft. And when the White Sox were picking 46th in the second round, they took an outfielder named Steel Walker. He's played five games for the Rangers after getting traded. Alec Thomas was on the board. He's from Mount Carmel. His dad, Allen, was the longtime strength and conditioning director of the White Sox at the time. They stayed away from Alec Thomas. And last night, Alec Thomas looked like that was a bad decision, not only for the White Sox, but everybody else. The Diamondbacks are lucky to have him play center field. He patrolled the place like he was familiar with it last night, two diving catches. And we will talk to Alec Thomas next here on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio, 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Sends one out to center. Alec Thomas trying to chase this one down, and Alec Thomas has got it. A rolling catch in right center, and there's one for Mount Carmel. You think he's familiar with this outfield? Shaggin flies as a teenager. It just paid off right there. He's probably done that dozens of times since he was just a little tyke. Right. The 2-2 swung on 
deep shot right center. Thomas on his horse. Oh my goodness! What a catch from Alec Thomas! No way! Full extension tumbling dive on the warning track. And he hauls it in, and the White Sox do not score. We're just saying, what a great defense the Diamondbacks have out there right now. Alec Thomas shows it once again this inning. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to score. David Haw, Bruce Levine here until 11 o'clock. Thank you to Bally Sports Arizona for those highlights. That was Alec Thomas, and he did make it look like it was his own backyard. And Alec now joins us on the guest hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Alec, you look very comfortable out in center field, almost like you had been there before many times. How much fun was last night? going on um it was really fun i had a good time last night um just glad to be back you know back home back where you know i'm most familiar so it was really cool last night yeah alec uh great having you on and great talking to you again it's uh, wonderful watching you uh start your major league career and doing so well but uh i just you know i just had flashbacks of watching you in batting practice all the from the time you were like nine ten years old shagging out there and 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 diving for balls like you were in game action even when you were a kid that, that just had to bring back a lot of those memories and it, it had a you know the, the muscle memory had to be there from those times for you right oh for sure um you know all the times that i've been out there um during batting practice you know <laughs> kind of paid off <laughs> So um, definitely um, helped me, you know, in the long run, um, just being out there every day, um, you know, shagging fly balls against, you know, big leaguers definitely helped, um, you know, my outfield play today. Alec, I thought you showed tremendous poise in talking about what it was like when the White Sox, back when you were getting drafted, took Steel Walker at the 46th spot and you were still on the board and then you ended up going to the Diamondbacks. Everything worked out for the best for you. You ascended quickly through the minor league system, and look at you now, third in the National League in hits for rookies, and you are on your way to having a long and established uh, major league career, it looks like. But take us back to that, that draft night. Take us back to that time when that, your, your dad was working for the team. You probably figured a team with a history of, of drafting you know, sons of executives or coaches or players might go in that direction again. How did you handle that disappointment and recover to the point where you didn't let it bother you? Um, I think uh, some of the, you know, White Sox crew, you know, took my dad aside and said, hey, like, we're not drafting your son. We're, we're done uh, taking, you know, family members um, as draft picks. So, um, you know, I knew that they weren't going to pick me in, in any spot. And, um but, I mean, it still felt kind of weird whenever, you know, they took an outfielder um, in the second round, and, you know, I thought I was better than. But, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a business, you know, it's a part of it. Um, you know, it still rubbed me the wrong way, you know. It's just, just use it as a chip on my shoulder. So, um, you know, another reason, you know, to go out there and, you know, show them that, you know, <laughs> you guys made the wrong decision. So, um, you know, I just use it as fuel, you know, um, but you know, it is what it is. It's a business, but you know, it, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Alec, uh, looking at, uh, your young team, uh, I watched you guys 
uh, play a little bit. I've probably watched 20, 30 games since you've been called up. Uh, there seems to be a really good, strong group, you know, built around you guys. Uh, watching uh, Dalton Varshall uh, play next to you and watching those great plays that you made last night, it, it can't be more fun than, than doing that. Uh, what, what, is, what is the uh, nucleus like of this uh, young team? What is the uh, vibe in that Arizona clubhouse? Um, you know, we're all just out there having fun, I think. And, um, you know, a bunch of grinders, you know, grinding out at bats and uh, trying to do, you know, wreak havoc on the bases as well. So, um, you know, we're a young group and, um, you know, our head's on right. And uh, we, we love to play defense. We love to, you know, uh, make stuff happen, you know, um, any way possible. So um, I think we got a good young group and then we got some guys in the minor leagues that are, doing their thing as well so we're excited for them to come up and then uh, I mean our pitching you know starting pitching is, is great so um, <clears throat> I think we got you know some some good pieces you know for the future so definitely excited about that. Joined by Diamondbacks center fielder Alec Thomas a Mount Carmel graduate coming back home and making two great catches in center field last night against the White Sox in a 7-2 victory also sacrifice fly Alec, when you come back, besides just the satisfaction of playing against the Sox that you described, you're coming back to the town where you grew up. And you, obviously you were a big uh, two-sport star at Mount Carmel. And my guess is you probably were curious after the game last night whether or not Mount Carmel beat St. Rita. They did, 35-3. to And you probably have a lot of people that you are, are happy to see. Besides the baseball part of it, just coming home as a Major League Baseball player, how would you describe those emotions? Um, it was, it was great, man. And, you know, you got, you know, friends and family that are here, um, you know, since, you know, middle school and high school. Um, it was awesome. I, I mean, I left, uh, around 14 tickets, but I, I mean, I know that a lot of people text me saying that they were coming to the game. So, you know, definitely a lot of support there. Um, Mount Carmel did their thing last night. <laughs> um, 35 to three, I, I heard about it, you know, in, in, the, in the clubhouse. I was like, dang, they, they whooped on them. <laughs> but um, I'm glad they did their thing. Um, you know, Mount Carmel's been uh, great to me and uh, definitely glad they had some success last night. Going back to your White Sox days, it certainly didn't uh, end in a uh, very uh, structured way for your dad there after 25 years. So I, I know, you know, from a family perspective, you have a different view about what's going on there. But who were some of the more impactful people around the White Sox, the players or coaches or other personnel that had an impact on you uh, when you were out at the ballpark as much as you were and, and learning around major league ball players? And, and, and the second part of that question is having had the luxury of that access, how, how much easier, easier is it for you to walk into a major league clubhouse and feel like you fit? Yeah, so, I mean, you got guys like, you know, Jim Tomey, um, you got Adam Engel, um, Jose Abreu, uh, you know, a bunch of guys, Andrew Jones, uh, a lot of guys that, you know, I looked up to, you know, Todd Frazier, um, just a lot of guys. I, I mean, I can name off a whole lot, but um, that, those short short amount of guys, you know, those guys were great. Um you know, learned a lot from them, you know, about the ups and downs of, you know, Major League Baseball and then uh, the outfield and everything. And then, um, 
the second part of your question, I think uh, um, it was it was different. You know, um, my dad uh, was kind of bittersweet for for all of us. Um, you know, I wish my dad had had a chance to uh, you know go out on his own. So you know that that sucks for us. But um, you know now it's kind of like a blessing in disguise. My dad gets this, a chance to you know watch me uh, play baseball and, and watch out you know my my rookie you know campaign or whatever. So you know I'm I'm kind of uh, glad he gets to do that. But you know I wish that he had a chance to um, you know go out on his own. That's that's well said, Alec. And, and your dad, Alan, was, did a tremendous job for the White Sox for a very long time, and it was a great resource for the organization. And I'm sure that he is probably a, it looks at it as a blessing in disguise because he does have a chance to watch watch you kind of blossom as a rookie. And I know from communicating with him how proud he is of what you have done. But before we let you go, transitioning to the Southwest, going to Phoenix and having your family there to watch you, but also just – moving up through the system as a young player that the Diamondbacks clearly value, what what are your goals in moving forward in terms of parts of your game you want to improve? What do you know both your coaches, both the organization, and, and maybe even your dad think that you need to do to take that next step? Um, you know, me and my dad have always said, you know, try to get better at every aspect of the game. And uh, so I'm going to try to do that. But I think um, for me it's just um, – find that, you know, consistency um, with, you know, my approach and um, my swing and everything. So um, I think I'll do that for sure. I'll try to find ways how to, you know, critique my approach and try to keep that same approach. And then um, definitely just be a little bit more, you know, aggressive um, feeling. So I think that's another thing that I'd like to do, but I think you'd have to, you have to do that. You have to practice that in the game. So, um, just have that confidence in, in going. So I think those two aspects for sure, but in the grand scheme of things, definitely just try to get better at all aspects of the game. Alec, uh, David and I appreciate your time. Uh, from a personal standpoint, um, I take great satisfaction watching you play Major League Baseball. You and I talked many, many times as you were growing up, and uh, you know you were always a gentleman and always – out there busting your butt. I knew you were going to get there. Uh, I just didn't know if it was going to be in the NFL or in uh, MLB. So from all of that, uh, thanks so much, and uh, great having you on the show today, okay? Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you guys. It means a lot. Thanks, yeah, Alec. Alec Thomas, the fine center fielder for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, and Bruce, just strikes me how mature the young man is. He's 22 years old. He's a rookie, and you couldn't tell – and I think that speaks to the seasoning. Growing up around a baseball organization, being in the clubhouse, being on the field, you can see that he, he is not well, phased by a lot and, he, and why he's equipped to do the job that he's doing. If you know Alan Thomas, uh, yeah. like I do for all these years, there is no BSing when it comes to him. He's a wonderful guy. He's a hardworking guy. Any organization would uh, be better off having him. But he doesn't, he doesn't play in the world of BS. He plays in the world of uh, being straightforward, honest, and a gentleman. And that's how he raised Alec. And it's, it's a pleasure to watch him uh, mature as a young man as well as a baseball player. Yeah, exactly. And you can tell that he raised a young man that um, not only is a terrific baseball player but is uh, a mature adult. And so he's, he's well-equipped for his rise in the majors. Boy, Bruce, we had a good show. This was a lot of fun 
from Nico Horner to Kurt Bloom to ending up with Alec Thomas, great guest list. Thank you very much for putting that one together. It's a pleasure, David. People can follow me on Twitter at MLB Bruce Levine on our website. I write Cubs and Sox, uh, 670thescore.com. David, great fun today. Also, thank Sean Sears for a job well done as our great producer today. Nice job, Sean. Stay tuned here. Steve Rosenblum is next. Wait, uh, 11 o'clock, he's waiting to get on the air. He's got a great guest list. He's, I think they just added Chuck Swirsky talking bulls, and Chuck has a big anniversary. I think today is an anniversary of when he was first on the air as a talk show host. Swirsky's been around forever. You want to be there at 1140. Thank you for listening. I will be back Monday morning at 530, the Mully and Haw Show. Actually, I'm off on Monday, but listen anyway. 530, Mully is back. So the Cubs later today against the Brewers. Thanks for listening inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.